0: Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B. And they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com mpn and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com mpn. Terms and conditions apply. Content marketing, SEO, competitive research, advertising. Sounds like a large scope of work you need to get done. How about full digital marketing control over your business? SEMrush can be your right hand for that. It has over 50 tools and reports to cover any online marketing activities. No more switching from one service to another. Get a 14-day free trial and watch your business grow. Go to B-I-T bit.ly slash SEMrushMPN. That's B-I-T bit.ly, S-E-M-R-U-S-H-M-P-N.
1: Welcome to the business of podcasting. Today we have a very special guest, Josh, and I saw him at PodFest in March. But I didn't get a chance to speak to him because it was just a crazy weekend for everybody. He recently invited me to his event at PodMax, and it was next level. (laughs) He told me this isn't something to get used to, but the business owners I talked to there are like nine-figure companies. Like These guys are at the next level. So, Josh, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on your platform first. (laughs)
2: This has already been great, Christopher. I uh, appreciate you and everything you're bringing to the table.
1: So what is PodMax? I I think most people probably see a ton of podcast events and all these meetups happening. So what is PodMax? PodMax? That's a great question. And really one of the
2: quote unquote problems and issues we're running into, which some might say is a fine problem to have, is that we wound up creating this event in the podcasting space that is a little unique. So We are realizing that we have to take a step back and figure out, okay, what exactly is this and what exactly isn't this so we can best sell it as we go forward. So we have a very good figure here. So basically PodMax is an all day event for entrepreneurs to spend eight hours with us that really fly by. And in the course of the day, they have the chance to record as a guest, on multiple top shows relevant to their industry. Each Mm. hour they rotate into a different virtual studio. Now this used to be in person, but now of course it's virtually, which works just as well on some levels, even better. So each hour, We rotate them into a different virtual studio to record as a guest. In between the recordings, they get to experience a masterclass for education, plenty of networking, and a keynote presentation. The eight hours we know we consistently hear flies by. So it's an effective and efficient way to get your message
1: out. And I think when you first say eight hours, people are probably like eight hours, That's all day. But when you're having those kind of conversations and you're meeting interesting people, eight hours is going to go faster than you can imagine. Even as a host, when you're doing interviews and talking to people, it goes by quick. And I personally, I love that because I think now we see the guesting industry is blowing up just like podcasting. It's become one of the best marketing strategies.
2: Yeah, everybody's starting to realize. As a host, that's one of the uh, the greatest secrets too. Is uh, if you want to grow your show, turn the table, get on other shows, start guesting. And uh, we know that from the guest point of view, Podmax is a win. But I'm glad that you're able to to validate from the host point of view that we noticed uh, our hosts. We've done this several times already. We try to do it every four to six weeks on the calendar, and our hosts return. So there's certainly value for the hosts. There's, there's all the training and education and uh, networking involved. So it's really a win all around for everybody.
1: Yeah, man, it it definitely is. I think it's really unique. Like you said, it's something that's different because a lot of the podcast events, and this isn't a bad thing. They focus on a lot of education, but Mm -hmm. I think when you can say, Hey, if you're a guest at this event, you're going to learn a little bit, but you're also going to walk away with four or five interviews that you could have never had before. I think that's a way different value offer to the actual guest being at this event.
2: Yeah, and speaking of value offer, we do not shy away from training and education. In fact, in the beginning of the PodMax evolution, it was just this standalone event. Even when we took it virtually in the very beginning, it was just the one day event. But we quickly realized that we are attracting people who get the value of podcasts to get their message out. So we offered, hey, buy a ticket to the event and you will immediately be matched with three phenomenal podcast shows that you're going to record on. People saw that as magnificent. So they bought in, but then we started to realize what's happening. We're attracting the right entrepreneur, the right business owner, the person who has succeeded six and seven plus figures. Great. That's who we're in business to serve. But these people now coming into our system are saying, I've never been on a show before, but I want to, (laughs) or I've been on a handful of shows, but I know I have some learning to do here. So we took that to heart. And now we've really expanded the training and education portion of what PodMax stands for. It's not just the one day, all day event. Prior to that event, we train the entrepreneurs. We work with you in small groups, one-on-one and in small groups to really help you identify, communicate, and practice your message over and over. So by the time you're recording as the guest, you have a ton of confidence and you are going to master those interviews. That's what PodMax is.
1: Yeah. And that's One thing I love is the guests are going to be prepared for the show. There you go. There you go. We have so many people that want to be guests now. They don't actually know how to be good guests. They just think, I'm going to go in here and talk about myself for 20 minutes and then Mm -hmm. promote my book or my course or my coaching program, and then people are going to go buy it. And I'm going to make a million dollars. That's not how it works. (laughs) As a host, nothing frustrates me more than when someone (laughs) wants to be on my show and they're dying to be a guest but then they aren't really qualified or prepared. It's really hard yeah. because then I don't want to put that content out to my audience. Cause it's not good content anymore. You, you didn't yeah. do a good job. <laughs> the one thing we focus on, and
2: I, I think that this is such a win and so important for anybody listening, whether you're a host who guests or whether you're a guest guest, who guests. This is important. What we focus on in that training and education portion prior to the PodMax event is specifically we help you master the answer to the most likely opening question you're going to get on any show, which is a version of, so tell us about yourself. Yeah, They're going to welcome you to the show and it's going to be so Christopher, tell us about yourself or so how did you get into this line of work or so tell the audience a little bit about what we need to know or something about that. So if you can really master those opening 60 to 90 seconds tops, really get that out from the beginning of your guest appearances, you are going to feel so confident, you're going to set the stage, you're going to set the tone, set the energy, you're going to let the host know that I'm here with you, I am pro, I know what's happening, you can count on me, I can count on you, let's create this thing together. So we help you master those first 60 to 90 seconds. So tell us about yourself because you know how important they are.
1: Yeah, that's so important. And I personally have stopped asking that question because people don't know how to answer it. (laughs) So So true. I I had to switch it up. So now I I try to make the guests feel as comfortable as possible. So I try to ask them different questions that are really on their level and really gauge and see how prepared they are to be a guest then let the conversation flow from there. And I think as a podcast host, that's something I had to learn over time is just how to do interviews better. And so that's one thing I wanted to ask you about is do you also train podcast hosts on how to be better interview? Short
2: answer is no. We don't have a specific service for that. Although we are launching very soon in the next four to eight weeks, something called the PodMax Academy, which is exactly what it sounds like, which is a training and education platform for podcast hosts that will be i imagine some place that we all up our game it's in a mastermind setting yeah we could look for that
1: i love that i love it so let's back up here and get a little bit more of your personal story and this is see how we started off about your stuff get you comfortable now let's talk about you and where you started with podcasting like how did you get so deep into this
2: are you asking me to tell you about myself? Is that what I just <laughs> heard? A disguised version? See, it's always some question of that. But really quick, I, I love that you said you stopped asking that question because there is a debate in the industry. Uh, a lot of professional show hosts will say, forget that question. That question is garbage. So I too don't ask that specific question or a version of, I like to start a little differently, like you've acknowledged and like you said you do as well. However, it does not hurt as a guest and someone who wants to be the best guest ever, it does not hurt to still master that because it is still gonna frame something. Like the question you just asked me, I can now use the answer to that question. It didn't open the show. It wasn't exactly. But the answer to that question is still your elevator pitch in a sense. It's still so valuable and relevant to master. So really get comfortable in that. So I will start there being a little meta and showing you my answer, which is also relevant to the question you asked me. And then we'll tie in how I got into podcasting to it. So today I am... This guy is a pro,
1: everybody listening. This is a pro move. (laughs)
2: And that's I pulled back the curtain and I said, I'm, I'm about to show you what I'm going to show you. So I'll show you. Today, I am the hidden entrepreneur. And that's because I spent 40 years hiding. I showed up in every situation hiding all of my true talent and ability. Everything that I was capable of actually doing remained hidden. I was so desperate for other people's approval that I didn't want to rock the boat. I didn't want to come out with something powerful, something cool, something skilled, and make you feel insecure about what you may or may not be accomplishing. Because if I did that, you might retaliate and say, excuse me, who do you think you are? Get out of here with that. And I didn't feel powerful enough to stand up or stick up for myself. So I just avoided it all Now today I'm blessed with two adoring children. I have a seven year old daughter, a five year old son, who early on in their young lives, I realized I see what's happening here. I'm here throwing the temper tantrum. I'm the child in this (laughs) circle and I have work to do. And the time is now, I get it guys. You keep doing your great, beautiful thing here. I'm gonna go do things a little bit better for myself which in turn will make things better for you and the world goes round. And I've made the choice and took action on some of the habits
1: that I was doing that weren't serving. And here we are today. I love that, man. That's kind of like, uh, I tell people having kids is going to make you grow as a person. It it, it helps you grow. If, mm-hmm. if you're there and present and consistently in their lives, it's going to help you grow because just dealing with them and you have to learn how to be more patient and- <laughs> Oh, it's so true. It really shines the
2: light. Yeah, it shines the light on everything you're doing or not doing and it's yours for, for the taking. I knew that I didn't want to continue to, to be that kind of insecure, weak, desperate, angry, miserable father. I said, I can't do this. I, I can't. I want to be this proud father role and I, I, I made the changes. I, found I love that,
1: man. That's amazing. some real growth. So are you yeah. hosting a podcast right now?
2: Yeah, I'm the host of the Hidden Entrepreneur Show, which is based on my brand. Uh, 172 episodes launched, published at the time of this recording and still going strong. The way I got into it was um, with the realization and revelation of my children proverbially smacking me around and saying, grow up. Right. The time is now. I said, Yeah, I, I got to do that. I was running my own digital marketing agency for the past 10 years at that point. And it just became a toxic relationship, like everything else in my mm-hmm. life up until that point. Very immature, toxic relationships all throughout my personal, my professional, my business life. So my business was going nowhere fast as it continued to. And I said, Well, if I'm going to if I'm going to change if I'm going to improve if I'm going to get better I need to step away from this business. It's just like leaving any other relationship. I said this is no longer good for me. So I said I don't know what's next. I don't know where I'm going to go, but I'll find something. And I took a few months and knowing what I wanted to do, I said I'll start a podcast. I never did before, but I said I wanna document what I'm going through. And I think that I'll be very good at podcasting. And I think that I'll, along the way, find opportunity in the industry for something. I didn't know what. So I started episode one, episode two, episode three, now like i said nearly approaching 200 episodes there and along the way i was meeting these great people and last year i had the opportunity to take my show to a podcasting event and record episodes of my show i was randomly matched with a gentleman named eric cabral who was a guest that i was matched with to interview Mm -hmm. and after the interview he said i like what you're doing here you're from jersey i'm from jersey I have a podcast studio out there. Why don't you come down one day and check it out? And I said, okay, yes, thanks, I will. And we hit it off and one day led to another day and we kept hanging out and I kept showing up. And here we are, the co-founders of PodMax, wonderfully enough. So that's why I credit the podcast industry to saving my life and my business. And I don't say that lightly because if I wasn't the person capable of achieving what I was going for prior to interviewing Eric, he never would have felt inspired to say, yo, I see what you're doing. I like what you're doing. I like you. Why don't we see what's further here? So just like I was showing up weak and small in my 40 years prior If I was still that person, A, I never would have gotten to the event. And B, even if I was, Eric never would have felt like, hey, yeah, let's hang out. No. So in anticipation of whatever I wanted to achieve and whatever success I wanted to attract, I had to be that person already. And that's really a a, a forefront mantra in how I live today.
1: Oh, man, that is amazing. The way I think podcasting, I'm not sure if it's like this in other industries, but I feel like The podcasting industry overall is like a a big family. Even though I do some of the things some other business owners do when it comes to podcasting, it never feels like we're competing. It always feels like we're working together. It's a weird relationship we all have. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's interesting. I've, I've heard that before and I agree with that wholeheartedly. And it's so special to know that because it's if you tell me you got this great guest and I'll never feel like, oh man, that, that means now I can't get that guest. It's, That's awesome. Now I know that person does shows and I'm now going to reach out and I'm going to be like, Oh, that's so cool. Great. Yeah. It's just all, it's just all a win.
1: And I think that togetherness is what has allowed our industry to really grow. Like this year mm. in 2020, our industry has really been growing and going to the events is you can see and feel that energy in the room that, Hey, everybody here is together. It's not this real competition. It's a little click over here and another click over here. It's yeah. Everybody's together. If you need anything, there's always somebody in the room you can ask for help. And I just, I love that about podcasting, man. That's what makes it.
2: And it's also, if you have a million downloads, that doesn't mean that you're taking numbers away from me. You're not taking market share away from me. So it's all you're doing in the same vein, as I said, with a good guest, you're just proving that it's possible. So now I want to learn from you. I want to say, what are you doing? What are you doing that I may not be doing modeling, right? That's how you gain success.
1: Yeah, that's, man, that's so important. And so now let's take a shift real quick. I want to get some of your podcast tips. If you, I think any podcast for over a hundred episodes has learned a lot, like sitting down to record a hundred episodes is a lot of content. So what's your favorite tip for a beginner podcaster out there? You've probably
2: heard it before, but you have to know why you want to do it. If you don't have your why, if you don't have your motivation, if you don't have your goals, if you don't have your reasoning for sitting down and pressing record, the bigger picture, you're just not going to continue to do it. And it cannot be to get to Joe Rogan's level. It cannot be to make a million dollars. Yes, fine. Things like that may be possible because it's been achieved, but it's not going to happen so quick. And you need a real reason to get out of bed in the morning and find these small wins. For when I started my show, I knew that I wanted to establish myself in the podcast space as Mm. a legitimate podcast professional. I wanted to eventually speak on the stages of PodFest, of podcast movement, of Outlier, of of all the great festivals we know and love. And thankfully, I'm checking all those boxes now because I had my day one goal. And I said, you know what? What's not the most important thing to me right now? How many downloads I'm receiving. Uh. What is important for me to A, record one episode after another episode, and B, Learn on the job. The greatest thing I love about this industry is on both sides of the mic, it's completely learnable. This is a skill that you can learn. The more you put in, the more you do it, the more you get behind the mic and record on either side, the better you're gonna get. And I knew that the more I was getting in front of guests, the more potential opportunity. You as a show host, you must know that one of the best kept secrets is the dialogue before, during, and after a recorded episode. There is no business meeting like it, right? Christopher, we are actually living proof of that. Before we hit record on this episode, we were talking for 20, 25 minutes already figuring out, wait a minute, this is how we can work together going forward. So there's always opportunity and that wasn't lost on me. So I knew the more episodes I record, the more the industry is going to be able to look at a library and say, Wait a minute. He's got 25 episodes. Who is this kid? He's got 50, he's seven, a hundred episodes. What's this guy up to now? 170 plus it's a whole new ball game because I knew why I started it in the beginning, what I was going for, what my goals were. And here we are.
1: Man, that is probably, I try to tell people the greatest key is the relationships. Like yeah. I've made money through sponsorships and products and all that stuff. The money is, it's fine, but the people you get to talk to is just it's life-changing literally like those 10 minutes before 15 minutes before when they're like hey what are you up to that's like the conversation starter to where all of your ideas can come out and then somebody they know might be able to help you and then after the show you talk again and you might be able to help them it just it's so many ways that it all works together and that's definitely my favorite part of podcasting is just the people I get to build relationships with. Before we go here, I know we are running out of time, but before we go, What's one last tip you wanna give to podcasters out there that they've been hosting for six months and they're struggling to get any results? What's something you wanna tell those people? You
2: need to map out exactly what those Mm results, what are we talking about? Because yeah, people might say, oh, I'm not getting results, fine. Do you want more listeners? Do you want more money? Do you want more sales? Do you want more clout? Do you want more credibility? Do you want more outcome from the show? All things are possible, but all of those take a very different marketing approach, right? A podcast is a product. You can do it for fun, you can do it as a hobby, but in some sense, it's a product, it's a marketing vehicle. From day one, that's how I looked at my show, a marketing arm for the hidden entrepreneur and my personal brand. I wanted it to get me on stages. I wanted it to help get me in front of the right people through a powerful show. I wanted to learn on the job. And a lot of people say, I want to make more money through my show, fine. Here's the great thing, if it doesn't happen through sponsorships or downloads, which you need a significant number of listeners and downloads (laughs) in order to make any sort of thing. So if you say, oh, I want more downloads, First of all, why in the world do you want more downloads? There's no wrong reason, but you have to identify it. Is it just because you want to feel better about yourself? Fine, nothing wrong with that, but you have to identify that. Is it because you want more money? Okay, how are you going to monetize it? Forget sponsorships within the show. Maybe you market and promote your own products or services. So let's talk about that. What do you do in and around the show? That's what I'm doing. I don't monetize the show directly, but you see it's been an indirect result of everything good happening in my life including podmax including getting on your show here and beyond
1: yeah man that's some great advice there people have your why and be clear on that write it down write it out all that stuff don't try to keep it in your mind and to add on to that if you have a host like you have a co-host you have to work together on that why. Like, both of you need to be on the same page because if you want to make money and they just want to have fun, it's not going to work. So, yeah. you definitely have to be on the same page. Josh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can people find more about Podmax and more about?
2: Thanks for asking. So, Podmax is online at podmax.co and you can read and all about our upcoming uh, events and purchase tickets, etc. And then for me personally, joshcary.com is the fork in the road, I say, meaning you can listen to my shows, you can watch my videos, you can find links to all the social platforms that I spend time on, and we can continue the conversation.
1: I love it, man. Josh, thank you so much for coming on.
2: Christopher, this is uh, literally a truly incredible conversation. Thank you so much.
1: You
0: may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know? There are other great shows on MPN to help your business. T. Adeola hosts a great podcast called Tiny Giants. T., tell us what these fine folks will get out of listening. We are the creator economy show that's about careers, not celebrity right? So who should listen to this show are the parents of young people who want to know more about the creative economy and why that's a career path for their children or the young people themselves. Amazing. Where can the young people or the parents subscribe? You can find us at tinygiants.tech or wherever you get these podcasts, these fine podcasts. And you can also find us at the Marketing Podcast Network, which is marketingpodcast.net. You heard him. Go subscribe.